Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of Friday, December 15th, 2023. Parliament security breach. Police say accused smuggled smoke canisters inside cavity of shoe soles. Supreme Court defers hearing on Mahua Moitra's plea against expulsion till January 3rd. Israeli Defense Minister says war on Hamas will last months. Bhajan Lal Sharma takes over as Rajasthan Chief Minister on his birthday. BJP top brass attend oath ceremony. Kerala Chief Minister assures necessary action in Mandiperiyar Pokso case. Let's get into the details. The two persons who opened smoke canisters in the Lok Sabha chamber had smuggled them in cavities cut into the left sole of custom-made sports shoes, supported by thick rubber layers, according to Delhi Police's FIR. The pamphlets that the duo Manoranjan D and Sagar Sharma carried into the Lok Sabha had the picture of a fist against the backdrop of a tricolor, a slogan in Hindi and a slogan in English on the Manipur violence issue. In a major security breach on the anniversary of the 2001 parliament terror attack, Sagar and Manoranjan jumped into the Lok Sabha chamber from the public gallery during zero hour on Wednesday, released yellow gas from canisters and shouted slogans before being overpowered by the MPs. Around the same time, two others, Amol Shinde and Neelam Devi, sprayed coloured gas from canisters while shouting Tana Shahi Nahi Chalegi outside parliament premises. Police have filed terrorism charges under the stringent UAPA against the four people. The police registered the FIR at the Parliament Street Police Station based on a complaint filed by a police staffer. The police's Special Cells Counter Intelligence Unit picked up two persons, including one from Rajasthan, on Thursday night. They had allegedly helped Lalit Mohanja, thought to be the brain behind the security breach plan, go into hiding after the incident, a source said. Jha, who had been on the run after the incident on Wednesday, walked to a police station in the New Delhi district on Thursday night and is now being interrogated by a counterintelligence team. Meanwhile, Lok Sabha could not transact any business on Friday as the House was adjourned due to continuous protests by opposition members seeking a reply from Union Minister Ramit Shah on the Parliament security breach. The Supreme Court on Friday deferred the hearing on a plea of Trinamool Congress leader Mahua Moitra challenging her expulsion from the Lok Sabha till January 3rd next year. Moitra challenged her expulsion in the top court after the Lok Sabha adopted the report of its ethics committee that held her guilty of accepting gifts and illegal gratification from a businessman. As soon as the matter was taken up for hearing, a bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and SVN Bhatti told senior advocate Abhishek Singhvi, who was appearing for Moitra, that the bench had not gone through the case files and it would like to hear it upon reopening of the court after winter break, which ends on January 3rd. On December 8, after a heated debate in the Lok Sabha over the panel report, Parliamentary Affairs Minister Prahlad Joshi moved a motion to expel the TMC MP from the House for unethical conduct, which was adopted by a voice vote. The Ethics Committee found Moitra guilty of unethical conduct and contempt of the House as she shared her Lok Sabha members' portal credentials with unauthorized people, which had an irrepressible impact on national security, Joshi had said. The committee had also recommended that in view of the highly objectionable, unethical, heinous and criminal conduct of Moitra, an intense legal and institutional inquiry be initiated by the government with a set deadline. In an affidavit to the Ethics Committee on October 19th, businessman Darshan Hiranandani claimed that Moitra had provided him with her login ID and password for the Lok Sabha members' website. 
Israel's defense minister said it will take months to destroy Hamas, predicting a drawn-out war even as his country and its top ally, the United States, face increasing international isolation and alarm over the devastation from the campaign in Gaza. The minister's comments came as U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan met with Israeli leaders to discuss a timetable for winding down major combat in Gaza. Israeli leaders repeated their determination to pursue the military assault until they crushed the militant group for its October 7th attack. The exchange seemed to continue a dynamic the two allies have been locked in for weeks. President Joe Biden's administration has shown unease over Israel's failure to reduce civilian casualties and its plans for the future of Gaza, but the White House continues to offer wholehearted support for Israel with weapons, shipments and diplomatic backing. Meanwhile, aside from small adjustments, Israel has changed little in what has been one of the 21st century's most devastating military campaigns with a mounting death toll. The Prime Minister of the Palestinian Authority, Mohammed Tayyah, said it's time for the United States to deal more firmly with Israel, particularly on Washington's calls for post-war negotiations for a two-state solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. First-time MLA Bhajan Lal Sharma was sworn in as the Chief Minister of Rajasthan at a ceremony attended by Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the BJP's top leadership on Friday, 12 days after the party ousted the Congress in the Assembly polls. Sharma, a BJP State General Secretary, took charge of the state on the day he turned 57. Along with him, Diya Kumari and Premchand Bhairwa were sworn in as the Deputy Chief Ministers by Governor Kalraj Mishra. All three took the oath in Hindi. The outgoing Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot attended the ceremony held in front of the historic Albert Hall. A large gathering of BJP MLAs and workers from across the state witnessed it. Hours after Bhajan Lal Sharma took oath as the Chief Minister, the state government on Friday temporarily appointed three IAS officers to the Chief Minister's office. Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan on Friday said that the acquittal of the accused in the 2021 rape and murder case of a six-year-old in case Vandi Periyar is not something the state can be proud of. Addressing the media as part of the state government's outreach program Navakerala Sadis, Vijayan said the acquittal is a serious matter and the government will investigate and take necessary action. His statement came amid mounting criticism from the opposition that the state government and the police failed to provide necessary evidence to prove the guilt. The fast-track special court Edidiki for the trial of offences under the Pokso Act had on Thursday acquitted the accused Arjun, saying that the prosecution failed to establish all the circumstances which are consistent with the guilt of the accused and inconsistent with his innocence. Launching a scathing attack on the government, the leader of opposition in the assembly, V.D. Sadishan, said that the verdict was shocking and disappointing. The girl was found hanging inside her house on June 30, 2021, when her parents were out for work in a nearby plantation. Police had initially registered a case of unnatural death, but the autopsy report confirmed that the child was raped before she was hanged. In its verdict, the special court had said that in cases of unnatural death, it was the bounden duty of the investigating officer to reach the place of occurrence without any delay, inspect the premises, collect all evidence and notice every minute details with care and caution till the mystery was unraveled. The court said that in this case, the investigating officer adopted a lethargic attitude throughout the investigation. It also said that the unscientific way of collecting evidence without showing the shrewdness and intelligence reasonably expected from an investigating officer seriously affected the prompt and timely collection of evidence in the case. Soon after the verdict, the Kerala police said they would move an appeal in the case. The police had earlier claimed that it seemed like he had raped her many times in the past. However, on June 30th, the child fell unconscious during his rape attempt and thinking that she was dead, he hanged her, police had said. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Dose, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu Murlitharan, with technical support from Idea Brew Studios. 
Follow on manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.